Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey everyone, I'm JJ Stankovitz and welcome into another edition of the Undercenter podcast brought to you by Sprinkler Fitters Union Local 281. I recently had a chance to spend an afternoon catching up with former Bears wide receiver Kevin White over Zoom to dive into how he experienced watching his promising NFL career become unraveled by injuries and how he's been able to live with being labeled a bust. We go deep on what happened in 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, and 2019 and why he hasn't quite given up on playing football just yet. All that and more on this special edition of the Under Center Podcast, starting right now. What it means to me to be a Chicago Bear, it's an easy question. It means everything to me. It means rich tradition, uh, black and blue division, defense, legends, linebackers. The history of it. I mean, I'm a big history guy, so understanding this was one of the first franchises just kind of blows my mind, honestly, that I was able to be a part of that. The city, uh, just the... The nostalgia of playing for a storied franchise, the storied franchise of the running back position with guys like Gail Sayers and Walter Payton and being able to follow in those footsteps. So being a Bear means everything. Yeah, what more can you say? Fire sprinklers don't work without water. Get your building's fire pump tested ASAP. Go to sprinklerfitterchicago.org or call 708-597-1800. Sprinkler Fitters Union Local 281, protecting Chicagoland for over 100 years. So, Kevin, last March, you, you posted on your Instagram a goodbye message to the Bears in the city of Chicago. And in it, you wrote, it didn't turn out how we wanted, but it taught me more lessons than success could have ever did. What were some of those lessons that you learned in, here in Chicago? Oh, man. So, for me, the lessons I've learned were just, like, never taking anything for granted, um, counting your blessings, still being that same modest humble person uh treating everyone the same i think with with some people or maybe how i could have turned out with more fame and success on the field uh maybe that could have altered a little bit uh with just thinking it's going to come easy and it's just going to overflow and overflow and overflow um so for me it kept me humble um and I got to see people for who they really were. Like, you know, since I wasn't playing at the time and I was injured, um, a lot of the people that was there for the wrong reasons, I kind of was able to to get rid of. So that was a plus. And uh, I, got to, I got to see life without football, you know. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't just I, – I just took – I think I took advantage of it where I met some great people um, that kind of pushed me to – to do better on and off the field. Uh, I, I just I just took it all in. Um, and I, I think with, with success, maybe that would have altered and I wouldn't be able to see the, the true meaning or blessing behind everything. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. You, you talked about taking football for granted. And, you know, so many players who come through 
high school, college, you know, your route, high school, JUCO, college, they've never had, they've never gone through what you had to go through in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And when you talk, when you talk about not taking football for granted, how quickly of a lesson, you know, did that kind of click in your head of like, Hey, like I can't take this game for granted anymore. Um, so I think prior to, um, it was when I say for granted, meaning like when it came to like injuries, because I had to go through the Juco route. So I knew like, man, if I'm one shot away from, you know, making my dreams come true and, you know, try to get all I can from the game, meeting people and things like that. But I never in my life thought like injuries would really happen. So it was like mm -hmm. Superman. So that part I took like for granted, like I, I didn't, I didn't think that much into it, but, what I would say to players, young players, players now, just not taking it for granted because it's a short window. Um, injuries can happen to anyone no matter what you do. And just enjoy the, enjoy the game and play hard and work hard. But uh, that, that would be my advice. So, Kevin, I want to I take you back to the beginning of your NFL career. And when you think about hearing your name called as the seventh overall pick in the 2015 draft, what do you remember about that moment? Oh, man. Um, I remember being with my family uh, in the green room. Uh, my agent, Eugene Parker, uh, it was a lot of emotion. Uh, wanted to cry. I, I think I held it in. And uh, it was just, like, all worth it, the, the route that I had to, to choose. Um, going through high school, not playing until my senior year. Uh, well, being a starter my senior year. Mm -hmm. And then going the JUCO route. I had to miss a season in junior college and then like junior year at West Virginia wasn't spectacular at all. And then for it to turn out my senior year, it was just, it was like a breath of fresh air. Like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. And I did it, you know, and I wouldn't be able to have done it without family and the support and things like that. So it was just a lot of emotion. And, mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't like a, I, I never truly celebrated, uh, going seventh overall or getting drafted like it wasn't like the job done it was okay I'm here now it's time to take it up a notch and more but um, unfortunately as you know with the injuries and things like that I kind of got gypped mm -hmm. so okay so you say you got gypped by the injuries that one of my questions was if you feel cheated almost not necessarily by any one person mm -hmm. or any team or just in general do you feel cheated by the way your NFL career went? Yes. Um, because when I see guys that doesn't, and it's kind of hard, you know, not, not comparing or anything like that, but I know how much work I put in, how much I care about the game. And I, you know, try to do everything right. Be perfect. Like it's not cheating reps, working hard when it's no lights and cameras is, I mean, I, I did it. I did everything under the roof. Um, so I felt, you know, cheat, especially when you see other guys doing a whole bunch of crazy stuff, no injuries, don't work half as hard and don't really love the game. And they just, I don't know. They just kind of get the, get the blessing of it. I, I don't, I don't know, but I definitely felt cheated, jit, um, cause I did it. I did it everything the right way. Mm -hmm. Um, of course, learning things like from, Older guys, you know, Eddie Royal, Ashan, like a whole bunch of guys um, were taking care of my body when it comes to getting 
body work done, chiropractor, massages, um, vitamins, things like that. Like those are things that I had to learn getting into the league. But I just felt like I, I got gypped. The fans got gypped. Everyone got gypped. And, it's, yeah. and I can't, can't blame anyone for it. Uh, can't blame anyone for the injuries. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why it happened clean slate with injuries all the way up until I got to the NFL. And then that's just kind of been the story for some reason. How have you processed that? I mean, I, I don't think anyone listening to this podcast knows what it's like to rehab from one injury from a football perspective and try to get back, let alone three. I mean, mm-hmm. to, how have you processed just, you, know, you talk about guys not putting in half the work you put in and guys not loving the game as much and them not having this like horrible luck that you had, how, how do you process that? Uh, that's kind of, kind of hard. Uh, it's just kind of like, you know, you can't compare and contrast, you know, like it's, it's like, it's like, well, I got blessed with going seventh overall. Uh, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people can't say that. Uh, I just count my blessings. Like I got dealt bus cards and can't cry about it and complain about it. But it is kind of like a, a punch in the stomach where it's like, got all the talent in the world, done it the right way. Like, why God, like, what, what am I, what am I doing wrong? Or what, what, I, what do you want me to see out of, you know, being hurt year after year after year? Um, but it's kind of like being happy for others as well. You know, like it was mm-hmm. not like, Oh, this person got paid and I'm better than him. And I, it was never been like that. It's always like, I want everyone to get paid and do well and, and, you know, live out their dreams. But I want that as well. You know, I want to be able to score the game, win the touchdowns and, and just do what I've been called here to do, what I got drafted for. And unfortunately it just didn't happen like that in Chicago. Who have you yeah. leaned on? Yeah. You know, I know your brothers are both football players. You know, Kaiser's with the Chargers. Uh, Kiran had, you know, a cup of coffee. But, you know, who have you really leaned on to kind of get you through these tough moments? My family. Um, I pray a lot. Um, my family, my dad, my brothers, because they understand. Um, Eddie Royal. We play together, of course. Um, Alshon is a collectively a group of, of people, but mainly is my my brothers and my dad, mom, family. Um, mm-hmm. Outside of them, it would be Eddie Royal. Uh, he, under, he understands Zach Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, understands guys that been through injuries. Uh, it's just seeing me play, seeing me practice, seeing me prepare. You know, like a lot of the fans and people that you know, don't see me day to day or really don't know me. It's like, oh, well, this guy's probably not taking care of his body. This guy's probably out drinking, smoking. I, no, I don't do any, like, you know, like, um, so people that, that was there and watching me and, you know, have, obviously have a friendship and just try to like think what they did or how they go about it or things like that. Uh, but, you know, try to block the outside noise out because, mm-hmm. you know, people or fans really don't know truly how hard it is and what you're doing to come back and get right and things like that. But I mean, it's, you signed up for it. It's not like, Oh, a fan said this and I hate this guy or this person or this media guy said this is business. It's what you got to do for work. It's understandable. How, how difficult was it to 
just sort of block that out as though it, it's just business. It's just part of it. When, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it all over. The word bust is attached to your name. Fair or not, mm-hmm. it's, it's attached to your name. Is that mm-hmm. hard to just kind of block that out? How, how, how did you get to that point? Uh, to me, it's, it's people can say uh, bust or whatever the case may be. And it, it is attached to my name by default. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, it's okay. You can say Kevin White's a, a bust because it didn't work out. Absolutely. Can't say Kevin White can't play this game or Kevin White can't get open or Kevin White's dropping past it. Can't, couldn't say any of that, any of that. Um, not at practice, not at the little bit of games that I did play. Um, say injuries, you know, held me back, but you can't say I was out there and just, pissed at all you can't you can't say that yeah right so that's how i deal with it if i now if i was out there playing healthy and i was just couldn't get open getting strapped every play or just dropping balls thinking like yeah okay i can i can take that and yeah i didn't do well and haven't been playing well and i'm a bust because of my numbers but without with injuries and not being out there i i I can't do anything Mm -hmm. How often did you find yourself questioning the why of it? You know, I know you kind of mentioned just like, you know, why, why is this happening? Why is this happening? How difficult is it to kind of think about that? You know, how, how difficult is it to not be consumed by that? I guess. Um, it's, it's, for me, like you can't let one thing in your life cons- like, okay, let's say I never play a down in football ever again. I can't, I can't let that consume the rest of my life. That's like, a, like a, that's a smidge compared to hopefully how long I'm going to live, but it's also a big part of my life. So I, I do care about it. You know, like I do think about it, but I'm not going to let it consume my life. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't let football consume my life. You know, it's, it's other things to do. It's, it's life. You got one life. I want to enjoy it, do the best that I can at whatever profession I'm, I'm doing, but I mean, just try to be happy at the end of the day. I'm alive. A lot of people is not alive right now. Why, why would I cry about the what other people think or how my career has gone? It's, I mean, a lot of people can't say the things that I accomplished, but uh, yeah, just take it on the chin. Mm-hmm. You know. What a what about your time in Chicago? Have you allowed yourself to appreciate? You know, I know you talk about getting to know Eddie Royal and Alshon and those guys, but what about like the the relationship you had with John Fox and Ryan Pace and oh yeah, the, those people? Like, what, what do you appreciate about that? Man, I appreciate them doing so much. Uh, outside of football world, it's just they are genuine people. You know, I can't say anything bad about Ryan Pace or John Fox. Like me and John Fox still text. Mm-hmm. Still text Foxy. Foxy, what's up? How's it going? You stay ready so you don't have to get ready, K White. Like it's just it's I don't know, it's it's deeper than just football. You know, it's just people that see you as a football player, it's like what well, that football player or that coach or that GM has feelings or family too. So I got to know them on a personal level where it's like just thanking everyone for the opportunity and no matter where life takes us, we'll always be in contact, always, you know show love or or check up on each other what did the what did 2015 and the way that coach fox and ryan pace you know 
managed, I guess, the public information about your injury that year. What did, did you appreciate how they handled it and, you know, kind of not letting on to some stuff or, you know, really telling the truth, whatever it may have been. What did you appreciate about how they, they portrayed that? Um, at the, well, at the time, uh, we wasn't sure what was going on or right. how it was going to play out. So for them, to, like if they would have played like, oh, Kevin White's going to be out for the year and he has this, that would have been unfair because I could have came back 2015 if things went a little differently. Maybe if we were going to have, have a chance to the playoffs or I did get the surgery earlier because mm-hmm. at the time, it was, don't get the surgery. Right. Let us see if it heals on itself, on its own, so you can be able to play for the season. We waited, and that wasn't the case. Then surgery came, so it was like, well, if we had jumped into surgery at first, if we would have known, then it would have been fine. But at the time, it was like, who the hell was getting surgery for the first option? Um, I didn't want that. They didn't want that. But, yeah, I, I agree how they handled it. Um, I think it was professional. I don't think they were lying. Um, I think they didn't let the full story out until we knew for sure how it was going to play out. And I think, right. I think that's the way you're supposed to handle things, but I mean, everyone is going to have a different opinion. No, no patient wants surgery as the first option, right? Like remove, remove yourself from football. No one wants to be told immediately, Hey, you need surgery. Yeah. No. And whoever says they always got surgery is like, come on. No one will want that. I don't want that. Not not the first option, but when it resorted to the last option, then that's what we had to do. And I was scared, crying, like didn't know what to do. It's first surgery. Never been through it. And me and Ryan Fox had talks and they would come to the hospital, come to my home, um, be there for me and just say, you know, we're going to laugh about this next year. (laughs) Like like we're going to put this behind us. So um, I appreciate this guy. What, uh, what don't, what doesn't the average football fan know about what it takes to rehab from surgery? Cause I think oh football, football fans, you know, you know, we see, Hey, all right, this guy's got this injury. He's going to be back in six to eight months. And then you kind of forget about him. but mm-hmm. you had to live it. You know, what, what don't they know about that? Okay. So like fans, so like you said, uh, this guy will be back in three months. He's like, you don't understand what that player or has to go through day in day out like even sleeping it's hard to sleep because it's like well your mind is like i'm ready to play i want to go your body is like it's no shot so you got to sleep on that and then you know you kind of get bored or sometimes you know what the media are saying the media saying fans saying it kind of gets you like i'm gonna go out there and run around right now like i want to be able to do it now so you got to deal with that mentally physically your body's not ready so you got to do treatment and extra things every single day you don't just go in from treatment from 9 to 11 and then you're done for the day that's not it like you just got it's an everyday is an everyday battle mm-hmm. um mentally and physically and then when you get out on the field when you're cleared you're still not at that tier where you once was it wasn't it's going to be a long time i'm not going to say a long time but it's going to be some time in order for you to knock the rust off knock the rust off and get back into the groove of things. But fans think, you know, you're out there, you're out there. Um, but it's a long, long, hard battle. And having to do that three times, how much of a mental and physical toll did that take on you? 
Um, I, it was hard. I would be lying if I said oh, it wasn't hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard because I, I, like, I love the game so much and, like, want to be great so bad and, like, you know, did the right things and, you know, be a good person. Like, forget about football. I'm just, like, mm-hmm. trying to be, like, a super good person. Um, I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, when am I going to get my chance or my turn? Or when am I going to be like, oh, my gosh, I got through it. And now I got, you know, I'm with this team or got this contract and I was able to score a winning touchdown or, you know, like whatever. So I just kept thinking that, like, it's going to come. It's going to come. It it has to happen. Um, Just stay the course, you know, keep fighting, keep battling. And you got got the talent. Just got to stay healthy so we can show it. Uh, so that's what like every day kept me going. Like mm-hmm. some some people would deal with it in other ways. Um, maybe like the outside noise would have brought them down a lot more. But I, for me, kind of used it as like like motivation. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, okay, this reporter said I'm a bust, or okay, this reporter said uh, Kevin can't stay healthy. So I'm like, I want to prove that I can stay healthy because I, I do everything under the sun and I still can. It's like, oh, sh- sh- shoot, well, I can't control. I, I can't control. I don't know what, what's going on or why, but, um, okay. Kevin is not a route runner or Kevin can do this. It's like, I like use it as fuel where I think some other people would be like, Oh my gosh, like you're talking about me or like, no, I don't know. Not me. So, you know, I, I hear from, football players all the time of just that tune out the noise. You know, we don't care what any of you guys say. None of it matters, but it sounds like you found a way to kind of channel it. Like you weren't Mm -hmm. hiding from it. You weren't saying I'm blocking everything out because I don't want to hear it. It sounded like you wanted to hear it for better or for worse. Yes. Because like, I I think it's kind of like when you block out the noise to a certain extent is like, you really don't know what the, not really say what the outside world thinks, but even inside the organization thinks. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you kind of get reports, oh, uh, Ryan Pace says Kevin, you know, had a bad day or Kevin um, did X, Y, Z. But it, to my face, Ryan's like, oh, my gosh, like, you're doing well. Like, man, forget, like, there's like, so you kind of see both sides. I kinda, mm-hmm. I like seeing both sides for myself. Um, it kind of be like living in a big home and not knowing what the heck is going on in the world. You don't uh-huh. have, you don't know what, like, how to, like, go about it. Uh, so for me personally, I like, I like seeing some of it to a certain degree. I'm not going to let it consume my day where I'm just scrolling or look or right. looking for it, but I'm not hiding from it either. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. I want to go back to that game against Detroit in 2016, because you you talked about, you know, no one can say I'm a bust because I was able to do, you know, X, Y, and Z on the football field. That game, six catches for 55 yards before you had that injury. Did you feel like that game you were, you know, you were going this way that, Hey, you know, I'm ready to start really being Kevin White in that game and then you have the unfortunate luck again of another injury yes um that so the week prior um dallas like dallas yeah that's when it was like it's go time like it's i'm gonna take off from here and i even prepared different the swag was different at practice it wasn't like it was just different like okay i'm i'm ready and pace fox Everyone's just saw it like it's time. Like this is what you know we drafted you for. And at that time, you know I me and Eddie out laughing like nobody's not gonna be able to stop us through. Um, and then having Zach Miller, it was just like. And then for it to happen, 
I was like, there's no freaking way. There's no way. There's no way. And that was the killer where it was like that I was on the, the rise where I felt good. Whole organization knew it. Practice was preparing well. And it's unfor- unfortunate again. What was that second rehab like then? Knowing that you had, hey, you had just done it. You were, you were getting there and then mm-hmm. it happens again. Oh, that was the, I. That was hard um, because I was I was seeing it like okay we worked hard we battled back and I'm starting to see a little bit of it like the success in the league like and I it was just a taste of it I just had a taste mm-hmm. and like that's why I was like feeding off during recovery and stuff like that I'm like I got to get back to the I like I need that like that's what fuels me like I I want it and but on the flip side it was also hard because it was like freak i gotta do this crap again like it was just it was just hard like having to do it all over again every single day multiple times a day and then like not being able to control it like if it was i think i would be able to i would be okay with the injuries if it was like i knew i was bsing if i knew i was partying and getting drunk and smoking weed i can't even smoke weed like if i if i if i was doing that i'm okay i deserve i deserve or i see why the injuries happen so for me it was like hard it was hard you know to see the injuries and then to see that happen the second year because it's like i prepared i i I did it the right way and for some reason it, it happened again so that that one was hard because i was seeing what i was gonna become and mm-hmm. I think fairly quick because uh, I, you know, I missed all of my rookie year. All right. I'll be back with more from my interview with Kevin White, but first you follow the coverage. You remember the headlines, but do you really know the full story? Introducing Sports Uncovered, the newest podcast series from the storytellers at NBC Sports that will shine a fresh light on the most unforgettable moments in sports. The debut episode will explore I'm Back, the two-word facts from Michael Jordan that put the NBA on notice from the creators here at NBC Sports Chicago. Episode one of Sports Uncovered on Michael Jordan will drop May 28th wherever you listen to your podcast. Don't miss an episode. Search Sports Uncovered and tap the subscribe button right now to get automatic downloads of Sports Uncovered for free. Now back to my interview with Kevin White. So I want to go ahead now to 2018 and, you know, Fox is gone. You've got your fourth wide receiver coach in four years. You've got a new coaching staff coming in. Your fifth-year options decline. This is kind of your, your last year. And But, you know, at the same point, you were two years removed from any leg injuries. And, you know, there was some, you know, Matt Nagy, you know, talked about, like, you know, I love an underdog story and, you know, all that. What do you think went wrong in 2018 for – your career in Chicago <laughs> then come to an end. Went wrong, like something that I did, you're saying? Just in general. It doesn't, it doesn't have oh, to be went, something went, that you oh, did or business, just in general. Business, 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 mm-hmm. business. Business went wrong. Um, that year, the fourth year in Chicago was the best football I played since I've been there. Mm-hmm. Not OTAs, not a camp. I'm not saying it was perfect every single day. It's just stacking the days up how I stacked it in camp and OTAs. It was, it was ridiculous. Um, 
from practice, from OTAs and camp, line it up with whoever you want to line it up with on a roster, and it's going to be me. So that's how I was feeling. Right? So then I got frustrated. And uh, then we're from saying, inside the organization, uh, Kevin's walking around like he made it already. Like, like I said, I was walking around with the swag. Right. Because it's like, because you guys bring in people don't mean that I'm going to uh, adjust the way I think about my game or myself. Um, but it wasn't like a – it was like a, um, you brought guys in and I was able to see how guys work and how talented they are. And to me, they're not match is is not they're not matching up. Like I'm not saying like those guys aren't good. I I do think they're good, but I can I know I can go to another level. So, um, you know, we have like little talks in the in the in the uh, locker room or practice. Like people know, like okay, man, it's gonna it's it, we have a great group of guys and receivers. You know, we got Allen Robinson, you got Gabriel, you got Anthony Miller. Me, Whimsy, uh, T- Tanner Gentry. He was, mm-hmm. you know, did his thing. Um, maybe talks like, man, what they like, what upstairs is gonna do? Like, I know for sure they didn't think I would come back that strong, that prepared, that well, right? So anyway, I really have talks. People like, yo, I think it's gonna be, you know, of course, Ar Allen, of course, uh, A Mills, and Gabriel is gonna be like the special, like, you know, special play, go deep things like that, K-White, you know. So, like, that's how a lot of us thought it was going to play out. It didn't play out like that. Kev, you you sit the bench. Um, Gabriel at the X, you know, um, AR at the Z, and A Mills in the slot. So, I'm mad. I'm like, like politics, the game, the, the business. Like, it shouldn't be if you pay someone, they have to play. If they get outperformed. Or are they BSing? Or are they taking advantage of, you know, I got paid and they're not practicing or going hard or doing X, Y, and Z? Then they shouldn't. Then they shouldn't. They shouldn't play that. Um. So anyway, I would go on scout team mm-hmm. and like go against the first, the, like the first team, just to show like, you want to see it again? Here, I'll show it again. Um. So then after a while, I didn't see anything coming from it. So. I would uh, I would kind of like shut down sometimes. Where I'm like, man, y'all got it. Like, I don't know what else you can do. I'm not a, I'm preparing. Like, I'm about to go out there and make, and get ten for a hundred, and then I get in the game and it's on the bench. Nothing, nothing. And, it's, and like I said, there's no one fault. But this is how the game works, um, especially with having one too many injuries. So the fans are already like, fans are already like, man. Pass the torch. It's like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, of course, that had some, I know, heat to it. I know that had some heat to it for them. Like, no, you know, the fans may not. But uh, that's just that's just what I don't like about, about the game. Because um, a lot of people outperform what they pay. And they just, they turn the eye, they, they, turn, they, they turn left when, their player that they brought in get outshined by another player, uh, and that's what kind of that, that's what kind of ruins the game a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's what kind of ruins the game a little bit, um, where it should be you know the, the best guy plays. But right, what you see on Sunday is a lot of a lot of other guys are better than what 
what you see on Sundays. A lot of like whether it's practice guys, guys that you just have backups because um, of the politics. You know, you pay a guy, you, you know, they feel like you got to play him, or else you look dumb as an organization. Like, well, you paid this guy so and so million, and he's not playing. So, I mean, I, I get, I get, I guess I get why. I mean, they they can't look dumb, but or they don't want to seem like they don't know what they're doing or don't know what they're seeing. But yeah. And I think that was that was really hard for me. But if you ask anyone, well, do you guys think Kevin should have? Okay, even if you don't start me, because I get the politics. And I, I mean, I get the game, and you, you pay them them dudes. You guys, anyone in the organization, do y'all think I could have gave Kevin more? Okay, even if you don't start him because of the situation. Okay, but is it, the way it was done? Would never agree with it, ever. I can't cry about it, but that that's what what hurt it as well. Just like, man, dude, y'all know everything I had to battle, fought through, never quit, never, you know what I mean? Still remain the same. You don't see me going off on fans and being a, a runt. Like, I, none of that, none of that, none of that. I would play this game for free. It's just my, this is my dream. You know what I mean? It's just like, I'm really good at it, really good at it. Injuries knocked me up, but after injuries, Still real good. You know what I mean? It's just like, and I showed it and I proved it. You know, like Prince is like, man, Kev, I don't know what got into you, but you're different. Totally different. This is year four. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just how it happened. But I don't agree how that that was done. Do you feel like being inactive hurt you going into 2019? Oh, 100%. Because it's like, well, if this guy's good, how the hell is he inactive? How? How is that possible? Mm-hmm. This is seventh, seventh pick overall. It's a couple of years. How is that? How is that possible? What does he not know the playbook? Uh, can he not run routes? Is he not getting open? It was none of that. It was none of that. It was none of that. Now, I I would say at times I did check out, where it was like, oh, we running this, we running pacer, we running. I'm not playing. I'm why? why? I'm not. Like, there's no there's no reason for me to know in and out anymore. When I knew it in and out, it was, oh, this is the game. This is playing. And now when it gets to uh, – Kevin, what we got on here? Coach, I don't know. Y'all figure it out. Like, it, it kind of got to that. I was so mad and angry. I didn't know – you know what I mean? Like, at times, it was like – I was saying wrong answer on purpose. Like, oh, I don't care, bro. Like, and I knew – Sorry, I, I think it's interesting. You're, you're talking about, hey, you know, we paid these guys this money – we got to give them a shot. But, like, you were still the seventh overall pick in 2015. You think yes. that would have given you the shot, yes. like at yes. least an equal shot, you know? That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, man, I'm getting paid too. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, I got a lot of buzz around my name, even more than some of it, you know? Um, but that, that's what I was thinking going into it. But once I seen how it was played, like, I, I was like, okay, like, I, I get it. I get it. Because those players are getting paid under a new coach. They were, those players are getting paid you know, 26 or whatever the numbers was. You know what I mean? Where it was like, okay, well, Kevin's getting paid four. This player's getting paid seven. You know what I mean? Or whatever the case may be. But that's that was my initial. And I'm, I'm like you said, seven pick, getting paid two. Fair shot. It should be a fair shake. And that's what it is. And that's what I was told. That's what I was told. Kevin will be a fair shake. You're going to have to compete. I was like, I love it. That's that's what I want. And y'all going to see the best Kevin ever. And that's what they got. But 
and like I said, I'm not saying like it was never no drops or never like uh, an error. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying compare with who I was competing with. I went all day. So Arizona in 2019, you get that opportunity there. And it didn't last, you know, you, I think it was like mid-August, late August where mm-hmm. they released you. Um, what went wrong there? Why did that, that one work out? So with that one, it was, so now it's like I'm under a microscope. So like any little right. thing, it's kind of like, here we go again. And I, like I said, I, I, I get that. I get it. It's just unfortunate. So they're doing well. Uh, spring balls learning a technique but I can show you clips you know what I mean it's just just like wow this this dude has it you know what I mean um so anyway get to camp tear my hamstring right mm-hmm. uh Sullivan Jerry Sullivan and um got the receiver's coach name shit Jerry Sullivan is one receiver's coach name got the other one anyway long story short you know they I messed my hammer up they say Kevin Take your time. Get your hamstring right. It's going to be a long season. We need you. I said, okay. I shut it down because I was practicing with it. I wasn't looking the same. Limping. Can't run. Can't, you know what I mean? Can't shut it down. Like, we, we need you for the season. It's a long 16. We know what you can do. Those two pulled me aside after the receivers meeting. I said, okay. That was my okay with Because I was like, I didn't want to hear, oh, here we go again. And my, I just like, yeah, I'll just fight. I'll just somehow get through it. I got to muster it up. They said. Shut it down. My receiver's coaches, shut it down. Take care of your hamstring. And then we can have Kevin White on the field. I was like, okay. I shut it down. It was like a grade three hamstring tear. Like, I forgot the exact length, but it was, like, pretty bad because I kept going, kept making it worse. Being mm-hmm. being young and dumb, just, like, just worrying too much about, like, ah, I can't just be happening again. You know what I mean? Of course, it's not mm-hmm. like that season end and injury, you know, but so like a soft tissue. So like my first soft tissue, right. Where it was like that. Um, so they was like, Kevin, we're gonna, you know, you've been out in camp for, you know, a fairly long time. And but like, it's not fair to the players that have been practicing every day. I get it hundred percent. So we're going to give them a shot at it. So we're going to release you today. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, the talent is not even like, Come on, you see, like, like I get it, I, I get it, I get it. I was out, didn't, didn't compete, not nearly as much as the other guys, cause uh, the hamstring. I get it. So, and then, um, uh, head coach, he goes, he's in the Big Twelve, so he's the one that was like dying for me to get there. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Kev, hey, man, you know how this business is, like, you know how to, you know, hurt, you know, wasn't out there, but everyone in this goddamn building know. When you are right before this injury, before this hamstring, you would lighten it up. He's like, man, and you can go. You can play top level at this game in this league. Um, it's not my call. Whoever call it was, whatever. But, man, good luck, and I can't wait to see you light it up and prove these fuckers wrong. Excuse my language. I was like, yeah, I got you. I appreciate it. You know what I mean? But it's just kind of like you get tired of hearing the people that see you play every day in practice, see the talent, the outsiders, the reporters, the, the fans really truly don't know. You know what I mean? When they think of Kevin White, bust, injuries, we don't know, question mark. Everyone that played with me 
no, it ain't no question mark when it comes to playing football. It's a question mark on the injuries. Can he stay healthy? That's a question mark. But everyone that played, Larry Fitz, Eddie Royal, Alshon, anybody, anybody, any DB, no. You can – oh, it's, 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 it's crazy. But that, that's – and that's what kind of eat at me a little bit, where it's like mm-hmm. I'm tired of the players I play with and the coaches that see me play can know how talented I am and see the work I put in. But the fans, though, I don't, haven't been able to show the fans. And that's what kind of hurts me with Chicago. I was like, mm-hmm. freak. Like, I hate it just as much as y'all. Like, even more than y'all. Because I'm the one that got to go through the injuries. I got the one got to hear this BS knowing I got the talent and I know I prepared the right way. You know what I mean? And that's why, again, that fourth year in Chicago, I heard it so much. Where it's like, oh, my gosh. And then, you know, going to Arizona and having that BS injury didn't help. It hurt it. You know what I mean? So then I go to have a workout with the Lions, and I'm like mentally like, I gotta, I gotta kind of grasp all this, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and so I have a workout with them. They like, man, in the beginning of the workout, killing it fast. Like, bro, that's the Kevin White we want, but you're not healthy. You're not ready yet. Like, you started limping. Your, your gauge started. Your stride is starting to shorten it up and stuff like that. So. I was like, I agree. I'm I'm not ready yet. Mm-hmm. I, I would be lying if I said I was 100. I would. And I'm not like a liar. I don't like you know lying to people face and doing that. So it was like, I'm not ready. Like I'm not healthy. And I it was like, man, we want you know seventh pick. Okay, we want Kevin White. If, if we get you, we want Kevin White. I was like I can't can't give you that. You know I'm help. I, I'm 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 hurt. Mm-hmm. Hurt. So I, I I can't. And uh and then that's how that went. And it took me a a pretty long while to get it. How how I wanted to my hamstring. So that's kind of like the story. Uh, unfortunate events, having to a good person, a talented player, um, can't cry about it, can't mm-hmm. cry over spilled milk. I don't look at the ga- the, the, the glass half empty. Uh, like my, my agent, Eugene Parker, used to say, you got to stay the course. Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm-hmm. And how Foxy said, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. So that's what I'm doing now. Whether I, ev- whether I get a call, or not ever again, I can know, man, I, I know I, I did everything the right way and I played my heart out and I just want to continue to be a good person, whether football's in my life or not. Mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, my last question to you, honestly, Kevin, was what do you want the city of Chicago to know about you that they didn't have a chance to, to know? But I think over the last hour, you've, you've pretty well answered that. Yeah. Uh, Anything else Chicago. that we might've missed? No, man, I love Chicago. I'm sorry for all them unfortunate events. I I promise a lot of that hunger and motivation to get me up every day to work harder and put in overtime was really for the fans. And that's not like BS or like some like thing I'm supposed to say or it's just like I want to show it like they deserve it. They deserve it. And I want to show them that it's great fans. Um, even still, like, Fans will be like, oh my gosh, Kevin White, I kept taking pictures, man. You're so cool. Like, so sorry, man. Like, all those things happen to you. You're so humble, man. Like, you deserve it. You know, stuff like that is like, like, damn, I want to give that to him. I want to give it to him because they deserve it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, like the Hail Mary catch in the Patriots, right? I just wish I could have got in just for the fans. Forget about me. Like, it's just like, ah, this is like a little, like, a little, little, little taste I can see. Like, a lot of players may not come up with that. It's in our roster. You know what I mean? Like, 
just like, oh, man. But then some fans is like, oh, my gosh, if Allen Robinson would have caught it, he would have got it. It's like, shut that, shut up. Like, no. Like, it was five dudes. Like, it, so, so some of those things I laugh at, like, oh, my gosh, like, crazy fan that don't really see the game. But uh, I just wish I could have gave City of Chicago the talent that they drafted, you know what I mean? Or, or that's why I was fighting so hard fourth year because it's like, I got to show the fans. Like, if I can at least show the fans, Chicago, don't pay me. Pay me zero dollars. But I have to – I want. I need to show the fans. I have to. I have to. Like, it's, I, I, like I, I need to. I, I feel like that would have made me happy and have been like, okay, at least I gave them one year. You know what I mean? Um, but I'll play this game for free. I just – and honestly, I still want to show Chicago fans. Like, it's like – got to Arizona. All I'm thinking about is Chicago. Like, I, mm-hmm. That's home. You know what I mean? That'll forever be home, whether fans or – organization like it or not like i i, I want to show the, the city of chicago like damn this guy is it or like holy crap like this dude fought injury after injury and now he's because i want to show chicago to be honest i mean not not organization necessarily like you know that's business stuff but I'm ryan pace and foxy i do you know what i mean right uh, but but definitely the fans um i do because i feel like they deserve it and there's a lot of good people in Chicago, a lot of good people in the organization, and they deserve to see, like, you know, Kevin White, you know. Do you think they will? Yeah, that's what I'm fighting for. I, I can't control it. You know, I can't say, oh, Green Bay, come get me and let me, you know what I mean? I can't, I, I, I'm not in control of that. But do I think they will? Yes. When? I don't know. But I'm going to get it done for them. I got to. I got to. Like, a lot of people, like, in, when I was going through them injuries, saw, like, how it was, like, you know, hurting me some days and, like, how bad I wanted it. And, like, I was like, man, I, I would say this in front of like, man, I got to show I gotta show the fans. Like, I gotta, they're like, man, K, you crazy. Them fans don't give a hell about you, man. Like, why you care about – it's just – I just – I don't like when people get, like, jipped out of, out of things. You know what I mean? And he's like, man – some people be like, man, you got the money. Why are you still playing? Why you keep putting your body through this? Like, man, because it's not about the money for me. Like, yes, it makes you, you know, some things easier, buying the things you want and stuff like that. But the materialistic things could be here today, going tomorrow. I want the thing that's going to last forever. Like, man, you remember Kevin White against Detroit when he did, like, to me, or like a little kid that's, like, want to play football. Like, man, I look up to Kevin White. Like, man, he went through not playing at all in high school to junior college to missing a season to getting drafted, three injuries, and then to get there and an injury. And now, look, like, that's the story I want. But I'm on, I can only control what I can control. But I, half of it, I do it for Chicago, the fans of Chicago. Other half is for me and my family and the naysayers that say, oh, you can and you not and you're this and your career is over and you should have. I do it for them. So all in one. But city, city of Chicago is definitely uh, some of my reason why. Kevin, seriously, thank you so much. This was fascinating really really interesting stuff uh no i appreciate you guys um i'm glad i was able to uh tell my side of things you mm-hmm. know some people would get a chance to see it from my side and my view of things or the player side um but i i really do appreciate you guys yeah, uh, I, mean, I enjoyed it i i thought you had an interesting story i now know you got an interesting story I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I appreciate it. You guys enjoy your day. Stay at home. <laughs> uh, stay, stay safe to you, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I will. All right. Keep at it, bud. Thank you. All right. I will. Appreciate it. So that'll do it for this edition of the Under Center podcast. I was really excited to do this episode because Chicago never really got to know Kevin White other than him being the guy who had all those injuries. And I really enjoyed getting to know a lot about him through the hour plus we spent on a Zoom chat. I hope you enjoyed this episode too. And if you did, give us a five-star review and drop us a review on Apple Podcast, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get the Under Center podcast on the My Teams app, where you'll also find columns from myself, Adam Hogue, and Cam Ellis offering our perspective and context on what Kevin had to say in this interview. We'll be back Thursday with a fresh episode, so I'll talk to you then. And thanks for listening to the Under Center Podcast, brought to you by Sprinkler Fitters Union Local 281. This is Mike Tirico, introducing you to Sports Uncovered. When I lose the sense of motivation and the sense of to prove something as a basketball player, it's time for me to move away from the game of basketball. Quote, unquote, I'm back. I'm back. The two-word facts from Michael Jordan announcing the most famous comeback in NBA history. That's the most impactful two words ever. Subscribe to Sports Uncovered right now to get the Michael Jordan episode automatically downloaded on May 28th. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.